All right. Well, I'm looking to start some of the trading um, lessons. Now, they are going to be a little different than the usual. I want to have to talk about some of the candle patterns. Hold on. Talk about some of the candle patterns that are going to be um, going to be used throughout our um, trading practice. Now, the reason I'm going to have to go over this is because I have to break down the different uh, pairs because. You know, pairs tend to have their own sort of characteristic. I mean, now, you have the correlation thing. We're aware of that. Okay. Correlations can be anywhere between a negative correlation. You know, let's say negative 26%, negative 30%, you know, or more, possibly. Not that rare. I mean, it's not that popular that it's, you know, that much more. Um, but yes, they do happen, you know, negative 70%, negative, I think the highest is negative 70, not 80, I think the highest might be negative 80, I don't know, I have to check that, I have to check that, but, uh, there are, the, they are the opposite generally, generally speaking, for the most part, you know, something you want to know, so what I decided to do was I decided to have a correlation sheet I have like a have a spreadsheet so that you can look at this spreadsheet and quickly assess um, you know if you're trading a certain pair maybe you also want to get into another pair you know like let's say for instance you see that this is you know for sure that euro JPY is going up then you will know that that means for sure something else going down um, don't quote me on that because I'm not looking at the sheet, but I'm just giving you just an example of what thoughts you may have coming into this. Um, so I want to say finishing up for the month for the trade copier was a wild ride. <laughs> it really was. It was a wild. It, it was a wild ride. I mean, we went up 30% and I literally dropped so big, um, uh, uh, down to a negative 20 something percent I think it was 27 or something and then uh, we went back up all the way up to 60 and this, that was the drawdown you know back up 61.79% it was so high uh, that it's, it, it's all, here's, the, here's the thing this is why I continue to tell you guys that I do not worry about losses because, and you see how that loss, a 30%, it was 30%, yeah, 30% loss, you know, is, you know, is a big loss, right? But our gains, our returns are so much bigger. By comparison, it makes the loss insignificant. And this is what's so, this is what's like, nuts about the strategy is the fact that 
It can literally bring you back from the dead. You know what I mean? Um, Now, yeah, I mean, considering the fact, I mean, I had come into it and it was something that, you know, I uh, I'm used to seeing the uh, the pips displayed and on the MT5 pips are not displayed, you know, not just straight displayed. You have to mean they constantly move. I can't sit there and do math in my head every two seconds. You know, that's I don't I'm not that kind of mathematician or something, you know, so it tends to it really makes it makes me have to look at the dollar sign. Looking at the dollar sign isn't still does not give you an accurate picture. So many mistakes were made due to the fact that I had to make mental adjustments from my usual trading platform, you know, and those mental adjustments, you know, did make the swings bigger, but still, even though the, even though that was going on, even though it got crazy, even though those things happened, um, trying to adjust from trading, you know, a half a million dollar account down to a $10,000 account is a big adjustment. It's a huge adjustment. So that adjustment period caused me to fluctuate and make mistakes. What I mean, you're going to make mistakes no matter what. But you want to do is you want to minimize those mistakes. And then when you have the opportunity, you want to make the right choices. You know, put it this way. Just because you make mistakes should not eliminate the fact that you need to make the correct choices. That you need to make uh, the choices that are going to help you. You don't stay, oh, I made a mistake, so let me not make the right choice anymore. And this is what happens. This is why traders stay down when they lose money and they don't make money back. Is because of the fact that they've now changed. They changed their approach. They pulled back. They got fear uh, of, 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 of loss. This kind of a fear of a fear of a loss. I don't know how to, any other way to put it. And that fear of loss paralyzes you. Now, if I had if I had gone down to say 10, 15 and had a fear of loss, like, oh man, you know, I'm just gonna have a bad month. Um, uh, that's it. I would never have seen 60%. If I had a fear of loss, so when you go into the copier, remember, you don't want to have the fear of loss happening to you to the point where. Uh, you are, you're, you're scared and so you don't, you want to trade with an amount that you have no fear of losing. You have no fear. You know, you say, well, if I lost it, I lost it. You know what I mean? There's always tomorrow. See, here's the thing. You can have bad markets. You can have bad weeks. You can have bad months. They do happen and they will happen. Okay. But it does not mean that the market does not change the next week or the next day or the next month or the next year the market is always different this is why as a trader you must be versatile you must be able to have a flexible approach rsai approach is not some stiff necked you know single layer you know thing the rsai is flexible it has ways that it can it can adjust to market conditions. Now, if you realize the market, see, here's the thing. You're trading a certain way, market conditions change, and you don't know it changes. 
and you're trading a certain way, you'll see losses and the, and the losses will turn into wins once you identify that the market has changed. See, the longer it takes for you to uh, identify uh, to identify that the market has changed, the longer it's going to take for you to go from the losses to the wins, back into the win, uh, winning uh, performance again. So I had to change within inside of that month of March. I had to change my strategy, realizing that, hey, you know, the market that you traded, you know, and you went over half a million, that market no longer exists. This is now it flipped. You know, it's a different market. So because it, I recognized that because I stopped and I said, what's going on? This should be working. I don't understand. And I said, oh, the changes. This is different. The market has now changed. I have to change my approach. So when I finally changed my approach and I was not afraid of losing the money, because it's already, already down, right? I mean, you're already down. There's a difference, right? So I said, you know what? I'm about to crush it. So I had to change my approach. And, in, and when I was correct, I was throwing more lot sizes into the trade and then getting out. Instead of holding the trade where I was like, okay, I'm going to hold these. Because what happened was I was holding trades to like 130, 140, you know, maybe like, uh, maybe, no, I don't think I did 170. But it was like 150 pips or something or 100 pips. And you'd have to get out because it, the market changed where it wasn't taking you 200 pips into a trade. You know what I mean? It wasn't taking you 230, 250 pips. It was taking you only 150 pips, 100 pips, and then turning around. You know, you think it's making it move, but it's not. It's just volatility instead of an actual move. So I recognized that right away. And I said, geez, that's what's going on. This is why I'm like, I'm like wondering, I'm like, what, what in the world? So that's what was going on from my perspective, right? So if I had a trade that went 70, I just take the profit. So I stopped taking, stopped trying to just, because I wanted to do just set there, make the trade and just go all the way. But because the swings, the volatility was so big, it was very difficult just to set it and forget it. I had to set the trade, wait for it to go deep into profit, take profit and then wait again. You know what I mean? And then do it again. So that was that helped me to be able to. Oh, and also I, I had uh, I had to use a trending yen pair in order to make it happen because I found that CAD JPY was very the way it was trading. OK, the, the buyers were just buying was just totally in control. And I said, wow, this thing is just going nonstop. So I'm going to continue to trade and expecting that trend to continue based on my research, that trend that will continue going stand with steady, continue going. And I'm riding the hell out of it. And that's what I did. I'd made if there was a thousand something dollar trade. The next trade was a two thousand dollar trade. And the third and final trade was about ten thousand dollar trade, like ten thousand one three hundred. 100 I have, I forget the exact amount but I know it was like 10 grand and that was like that damn near double the $10,000 account. I mean that just like puts you right there. Um and that was it. You know from down from where I was I had I had doubled it. I had more than doubled my uh trade. So it was like a gain of 120% or 50% or something stupid. So and then I had 
several days left in the left in the month. And I just said, hey, this is it. I'll accept 61 grand because 61, 61 uh, percent because what greed I had to stop being greedy. Greed had caused the loss in the first place. Right. So being cons- being being aggressive for just a brief moment and then taking whatever the market gives you had I had a bigger advantage over just leaving a trade in and trying to just hold it for the rest of the month. No, that's just not how it's going to go for the month of March. Okay. For the remaining part of March, that's just not how it goes. You have to take what the market gives you when you see these, you know, certain conditions. So you always want to be in tune with what's going on with the market. Notice things that have changed. Okay. You have to watch the pairs. You have to watch the charts. Okay. Make sure you get a feel for what's going on. Like you, you know, you, you get a, a feel for what's happening. I tell you guys, I say, listen, you need to go into daily FX, read the articles, you know, have, have something set to where you do this often, right? And what happens is that when you start to see things that are unusual, or you see something that you heard that's familiar, say, wait a minute, you know what? I remember this situation. This happened in USDJPY before. Now it's kind of, we're back here. You, you know, you, you you hear what the people are saying and you'll just know what's come, what comes next. You'll know basically, you know, what's going to be trading, what's going to be going on. So, and then I have the final piece that I want to give you. I'm really, I want to give you guys, but I can't give you that final piece until you've gotten to, through the RSAI course, you've gotten through and understood what is, understood the trading. Now, what I'm going to do a little bit later is we're going to talk about, um, uh, we're going to go into, you know, trading the chart. I'm going to do a replay um, video today. I'll go back. Now I had done this last night and it went really well, but the problem is when I went to check the audio, there was no audio. So it just, it was just, you know what I mean? Uh, it was just, I couldn't believe it. I said, Oh man, come on. So, and I had to go, I spent all that time and then to find out that the audio did not record strange. So it's what it is. Audio, no, even machine, no, machine, electronics, all these little computers, all this stuff we have to perform millions of tasks, they still are flawed. So remember, things have flaws. There are, you know, just anomalies, things that happen, okay? Um, And you want to be prepared for those situations. So, you know, no matter how polished your system or strategy is, you have to be aware of what is going on with the market you know what are some of the attitudes the sentiment how do people feel what's really going on you have to feel for the market okay uh no matter how polished it is uh it's going to have areas where it's going to be um drops in uh trading um in that market you know it's going to slip through your hands like certain things are just going to go and then you you know and there's certain things that slipped that you thought slipped and it wasn't slipped it just was a blip on the radar and you were right all along and had you stayed in the trade you would have made money and stuff like that so but we want to minimize those okay we want to ride the winners this is what i told you guys this is why my trade copier succeeded in the end of the month because of the fact that the strategy I've given you, remember, I don't add to the losing trades, 
Now, I've had trades that I've added to that were doing very well went back on me. Yeah, and I had to just reduce that size when it went back to zero. So it went back to break even. I said, well, and then I added it back, stuff like that. But the ones that were clearly winners, you know, you come across that one that's just going to be winning for you. You have to, you must add to that position. You have to give that position power because that's what's going to bring you from the negative, from the red into the black, into the positive, into the blue or green, you know, any color other than red, right? Uh, this kind of is how we do. Um, so, yeah, that's that. I mean, very happy uh, with how it ended. Um, uh, there were some that did have a rough time. I get it. Uh, and a lot of this has to do with just not studying. Uh, you dig deep, you find that it's just um, them not um, taking the um, actually studying the course and applying it. You know, it's kind of just, I don't know, it's a, I don't know what it is, procrastination, or it's just, you know, because they're getting signals, they kind of just say, well, I'll get to that when I get to that. I guess that's the sort of thing that happens. I don't know, but, um, well, I'm doing the best I can as far as communicating uh, every uh, part of it, communicating uh, what's happening, what's going on on my end, uh, as far as, you know, all the trades and just the perspective, um, given the podcast. So we're going to have the candlesticks talked about, the patterns, okay, and we're going to have uh, some trading examples. I want to do some replays, but the charting replays are going to be for those who have the RSAI course. I do have a chart replay that's that is on YouTube uh, under the Aussie dollar Japanese yen pair. You can take a look at that. Um, but the other ones going ongoing in the future, those are that I'm going to be going to the depth I'm going to be going into. Um, those are going to be for the course people who have uh, purchased the course. Um, and uh, are able to use uh, the tools that will be used there. All right, so I'm cutting this at 18 minutes in. Uh, we will have next week. I'm, ex- I'm excited about what's going to happen for this coming April, for this month. We're now, you know, in April 2nd. It's a Saturday. Um, and we begin tomorrow, you know, Sunday at 5 p.m., market opens and you know we're back to business so um i'm excited so i'll see you guys then i'll see you some of you that are getting the course i'll see you guys in the membership area good job uh mo i gotta tell you man good job continuing to you know save up so that you can get the course um determination that's what it's going to take that's the attitude that it's going to take in order to succeed in trading So I'll see you, Aaron Truth, with KOFXS. Enjoy your weekend, guys. Peace.